thank you everyone for joining us here on episode number two, the West Virginia Camping Insider Podcast. Zach Price joined by Phil Abbott. Uh, we're going to be getting into West Virginia campgrounds today and also how to decode model numbers on the campers. It's one thing a, a lot of people struggle with when they come here is what the heck do the numbers on the side of the camper mean? We're going to be getting into that today. Uh, we will remind you this podcast is made possible by Burdett Camping Center, serving the tri-state and beyond for more than 43 years. We have the knowledge and experience to serve your camping needs, whether it be parts, service, or sales. So don't throw your money away. Come visit us at Burdett Camping Center, West Virginia's only RV warranty forever provider, located at the corner of Route 34 and 817 in Winfield. That was a mouthful, Zach. That is quite a bit. It is quite a bit. Getting into state parks today. Now, I have done a lot of camping, and I'm going to get into um, one of the specific regions of camping. There are nine separate regions uh, in the state of West Virginia. But I think before I get into that, we'll get you a little more, little bit involved in the golf courses at the campgrounds. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a couple courses that come to mind for me that are, are great to go camping and play some golf at. One being Pipe Stem. Um, it's in the uh, southern portion of the state if you're not familiar with it. Uh, right up close to, or a little below, the uh, Fayetteville area, getting down towards Greenbrier County. Um, it's a beautiful golf course, well-maintained, and they do have uh, spaces. If you have a camper to take with you, they do accommodate larger campers. Limited camping spots, and I know they do have limited spaces with full hookups, uh, but they, they can accommodate whatever you've got there at Pipe Stem. Uh, Twin Falls, I'm not totally positive what size campers they take down there, uh, but a lot of amenities down there, a pretty nice lodge and a very nice course as well. I like it. And then you've got where my wife loves to go, Stonewall. I know you've played Stonewall. Yeah, that's right. The Palmer course up at Stonewall experienced all four seasons in one day at uh, Stonewall. Pouring the snow when we teed off. Moved over to a uh, rainy kind of mix. Then it was sunny and all happening during the spring where the uh, foliage effect is uh, still kind of taking place. Hey, but what what better trip can you have um, but to take your buddies, you know, take a camper and go to one of those campgrounds and swing the sticks for the weekend? I mean, that's a great trip. Well, and it would be a great trip if you're uh, – into football and you want to take a trip down to Morgantown, West Virginia is playing a night game. Go up on a Friday night, stay the night, play a round of golf in the morning, and it's uh, not too far of a drive up to Morgantown. Oh, that would be great. That would be fantastic. What a great what a great weekend that would be. So, um, The region that I want to get into today, Zach, is a, is a region that uh, Stephanie and I have been to. Like I said, there are nine regions of state parks in our wonderful state. Um, they're getting into the Potomac Highlands region, which consists of eight counties. It'll have Grant, Hampshire, Hardy, Mineral, Pendleton, Pocahontas, Randolph County. I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful region of the state. Unbelievable region of the state. I mean, just gorgeous. Um, probably the best i don't know if i want to say the best 
one of the most beautiful, probably be the better way to put it, um, is Blackwater Falls. I mean, they've got 65 sites at the campground. They've got 35 primitive, 35 power. Um, you've got hiking, biking, fishing. Um, that's one of the most photographed areas of West Virginia. Plus, you're less than seven miles from Canaan. Um, you can run over to Davis um, or Thomas, beautiful little little towns. You can go to the little art shops. They've got some great little um, local-type restaurants. And they've got some of the microbreweries. I know that stuff in our state is really going crazy right now. Um, you can take the guided tour, uh, horseback tour, over at Dolly Sods. So there is so much stuff to do just right there at Blackwater Falls. Yeah, that's right. And as we alluded to before, just if anything else, even if you don't go camping up there, drive up there and check out, especially during fall time, all the foliage. And I just saw uh, this morning Blackwater Falls State Park does have the longest um, sledding trail on the East Coast. The longest sledding trail on the East Coast. That is sweet. No doubt. I'd like to do some sledding. That'd be great. Um, there is 11 parks in the region. Let's, I'm just going to try to touch on two that, uh, that I've been to. As a kid, uh, my father and mother took us to Watoga State Park, which is one of the largest in the state. It's over 10,000 acres in that state park. Uh, it was started in 1937. Um, is when they started the park. Camping got kicked in uh, about 1953. Um, they have two separate campgrounds at the state park. Um, they have Riverside and Beaver Creek. I think Beaver Creek is uh, a little smaller, 35 to 38 spots. Uh, Riverside has 50 spots. But once again, in that area, you're going to get into Cass, where you can take the kids up, do the train ride, you can go over to Cranberry Glades. Uh, you can take the, um, what is the trail up there, Zach, that goes up by um, Greenbank? There's mm -hmm. a trail that you can take up through there that is in Backpacker Magazine's uh, top 10 trails in the country. So I personally have never been to Greenbank, would love to go. Yeah, it's a, uh, I've never personally been. I've been down in the area. And uh, it's a great place to go take a drive, and I imagine to go camping as well. Uh, a lot of historic places you can visit, and uh, again, in that Potomac Highlands region, there just so much scenery. Oh, absolutely! You can go, um, you can go over to uh, Seneca, and that's where they have that sixty-five foot fire uh, fire tower that you can go up and see all the foliage and all that. I mean, I'm not a real big heights guy with that kind of stuff, but I think I would go up in that and check it out. And I just can't imagine the view up there. I mean, it's got to be insane. Yeah, for sure. And uh, that, that Seneca area is another place you want to go. Not encouraging you to go everywhere in the fall time, but especially that Potomac Highlands region, I can't imagine a better place to go during the fall. No, no. That's got to be the best place to go for sure. Now, we will have, um, on a later podcast, a couple of ladies from the Pocahontas County, uh, I think it's Visitors Bureau or Tourism, 
um, that's going to join us on the podcast that can really fill in uh, our listeners on a lot of things that you can do in Pocahontas County. Yeah, we actually got an email this morning. I believe the lady's name is Kara uh, from the uh, committee up there, and she'll be joining us hopefully here sometime in the near future. That is going to be fantastic. I can't I can't wait for that interview. And I know you've got a great interview coming up on our next podcast. That's right. Steve Gunner from uh, Gunner's Yak Shack will be joining us. And I know a lot of our uh, customers here, as well as a lot of other people throughout the state that maybe don't own a camper, they love kayaking, uh, whether it be on the fishing portion or whatever, um, or just going out and, and uh, paddling recreationally. Uh, Steve will be joining us here to talk about you know, if you're thinking about getting into kayaking or if you're an avid kayaker, maybe some tips and tricks and uh, kind of what he's got in the shop up there. i tell you that that has exploded um, in our region, and I'm assuming it's pretty much exploded nationwide. Um, I do know that we have uh, kayak racks now that, as a matter of fact, I think they come standard on one section or one package that we have on our apexes but i do know we can get kayak um, stuff for any of our units as far as you need to haul your kayaks and we do have a couple of customers already that have the uh, fsx toy hauler that do the atv you know and the kayaks you know so you could you know you're going on the kayak trip you put the kayaks in and you roll out you're going down to the Hatfield-McCoy Trail and ride your ATV. You load the ATVs up. so And that kind of leads us into, if you're an avid ATVer, um, shot an email to the lady um, that owns Burning Rock here uh, locally. That's a huge ATV park. And hope to get her on in the next month or so also. Yeah, and uh, jumping back to that 260 uh, toy hauler real quick, if you're just a couple, it doesn't have a slide, but the great thing about that, it's only 26 feet long box-wise. You can take that thing just about anywhere. And it's lightweight also, Zach. Yeah, that's right. For sure. And that's um, that kind of goes back into our, uh, our first podcast where we got into the do's and don'ts and making sure you can, can you know, what your vehicle can tow just about any half ton and you're good to go with that 260 toy hauler right and then uh we're going to jump into our next segment here how to decode camper model numbers and that's one thing a lot of people get hung up on when they come in here they see the numbers on the side 31 or even like our old vibes 313 a lot of people got hung up on that and uh bhs kind of self-explanatory will tell you about the ss's the fk's the rk's what all that means well back in the day before slide outs there was really only about four you you had the everything was either a bh an rl an fk or an rb which is pretty self-explanatory to us but you know your bh is your bunkhouse you had an fk for a front kitchen an rb for a rear bath and an rl for a rear lounge but if you go on our website, which uh, Zach does a great job taking care of, there's got to be, what, Zach, 125 different model numbers now? Might be a low number. Between every manufacturer out there, it could be quite a bit. Yeah, and there's a lot of different things that uh, that you run into now. 
I think one of the things that we've seen um, in the last four or five years, and especially since you've been here, Zach, is the I in the model number. Yeah, the I. And uh, anytime you see an I, that's going to be an island. And that's a hot button for a lot of folks now. They want that island to give them more space to work around their kitchen, a little more counter space in their kitchen, and a little more uh, space in their living area. It just gives you a little more room to uh, hang out and do stuff, especially if that island comes with a DS being a double slide. You get those opposing slides, and in our it's like our uh, one of our Pumas out here. You get quite a bit of space in it. Absolutely. those um, The double slide, the opposing slides, are are amazing anymore as far as what they do and with that island in there it's like being in your house you know you got the big island kitchen and you've got the what a 40 inch tv or some of them even have a 55 inch tv and you've got theater seating on the other side of the slide a couch or a couple recliners in the back i mean it's like being in your den at home yeah and then even moving into the kitchen a lot of them are featuring some walk-in pantries now which is just uh, tells you how far the times have come in camping. That's that's something a few years ago people would have never even fathomed in a camper. Well, the walk-in storage is is fantastic, except you know, especially for um, for a lot of the destination camping that people are doing now. I mean, just giving you a lot more storage and and just you got to have places to put your stuff. Um, as far as the front number. Back in the 70s, 80s, you know, when Burdette Camping Center first started in 77, that first number was pretty much the length of your camper. And that was from tip to tip. So, you know, if we've got some listeners out there that bought one of the probably 25 or 30 um, Yellowstone 23 uh, BLs that we sold back in the day, I mean, that was 23 foot from the tip of the tongue to the tip of the bumper. Now your Puma 31FK RK, which is front kitchen, rear king. And I'm not sure why they didn't put the S on that for the rear king slide, but that is that is a gorgeous trailer. Most of the model numbers now are giving you pretty pretty close to just the box size of the camper. So it's not giving you a full length. So when you see... That 31FKRK, when you add the tongue and then the bumper with the spare tire, you're getting close to, what, Zach, 35, 36 feet? Uh, every bit of it. It's a very, very big trailer. And one that people kind of got hung up on, you don't see these kind of model numbers uh, quite as often now, but our old Vibe, 313BHS, obviously bunkhouse slide. And the 313, you think maybe 31 foot 3 inches. No, box on's a little bit longer on that. I believe it stood for 313 square feet. That is true. Yep. I got to like our guys at Vibe. I mean, we, our rep from Vibe Christian is, is just a fantastic guy. And they do things at Vibe that is a little different. And you know what? That's fine. I kind of like that. You know, that's your square footage. Um, some of the things that, that we also, um, get into with some of them is like our uh, X-Lite Wildwoods. It'll get into a BHXL, which is basically, that's your bunkhouse. Extra Light. Extra Light series. 
So if you get into, there are so many things out there uh, with decoding these, the numbers and stuff on the side. Um, only thing I can suggest is don't get hung up on all of that stuff if you're getting confused on any of that stuff. You know, what we're trying to give you here is just the basics on it. If you see a BH, you're going to have a bunkhouse. If you see an RB, it's going to be a rear bath. And that, the past year and a half, has become a very popular model uh, with just couples at Burdette Camping Center. Yeah, and then coming from the sales side of things, people uh, people kind of get hung up on all the numbers that are on the outside of the campers. If they see one that catches their eye, the easiest way that you can kind of help us help you is if you uh, kind of take your phone out and if you like a camper, find that model number on the side of the camper, snap a picture, and uh, that way we'll know what you're talking about when you come in instead of just trying to describe it. Because any given time, we have quite a few campers out there, and, and, and you do get them mixed up sometimes. Well, that that definitely can happen. But I tell you what, since, uh, since we have switched uh, website providers, our mobile site is, uh, it, as far as I'm concerned, our mobile site, I would line up against anybody in the country. Yeah, at, at the very least at the state level. It would be the best in the state by far. Uh, our website providers do a phenomenal job for us in uh, the designing process and making it easy to maintain for us. Yeah, so we Zach gets several people. You know, you'll send him an email because they found it uh, on our website on their phone, and they'll come in. And I've seen I see it happen daily, where they'll come in and hit that thing on the phone and say, "Hey, Zach, I want to look at this camper." Um, Especially now that you've um, you've got those 360s uh, in there, Zach, you can get in and and just like you're walking through the camper now, right? And it, that's a very handy tool. You've got 360s, walkthrough videos. Uh, it's super hard to get or super easy to get an idea of what you're looking at before you come here uh, on the lot to check it out. Obviously, nothing like physically being inside one, but especially. It was a very good tool during the pandemic for people that, you know, maybe didn't want to come look or weren't able to come look. Uh, they could look right from the comfort of their couch and have a pretty good idea of what they're looking at. Yeah, and it is a great tool. And that's that's where you can really get into all these camper model numbers and things like that. You know, if you're looking for bunks, you find a couple on there with a BH, just, you know, kind of scroll through there and, and go that route. Or you can... I'm pretty sure you could just hit the bunkhouse icon on the mobile website. Yeah, you do have the ability on our website to kind of narrow down uh, what you're looking for, length, um, what kind of layout you want, weight, those kind of things. Uh, our website will do that for you and kind of narrow down uh, to what you're looking for. That's great. That is great. There's, I tell you what, the one that we get um, that I've had the most questions on is the 360 IBL. And people call in, you know, say, hey, I want to look at that shap, that shap, excuse me, chaparral, 360 IBL. They're like, what in the world does IBL stand for? Yeah, so as we got into earlier, the I is obviously for the island. You are going to get the opposing slides on that 360 IBL. Gives you a nice open space to hang out during the day. And uh, it's really handy because you can put the kids in the middle in the bunk room, which also the L stands for the loft. So that's where the BL comes from. You're going to get a uh, 
bunk on the bottom. I'd say probably about a, a maybe a little bit bigger than a twin size bunk, somewhere between a twin and a full, and you're going to get one stacked right above it, which is the loft bunk. And uh, that's where that IBL comes from. It's a fantastic floor plan from Chaparral. That is probably one of our best-selling fifth-wheel floor plans, that 360 IBL. Um, as far as travel trailers this year, um, I would guess, Zach, that the 24 RLXL in a Wildwood, which is a 24 rear lounge, extra light for the XL. We've sold several of the 32 RB. What is the, what is the lat? What is that? RBFQ. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Oh my. I don't know how I forgot that, that 32 RBFQ. And that's a, that one's a little bit tricky because the RB typically you're going to get into rear bath. This one, it's a rear bunk front queen. You're going to get three slide outs on that one. Uh, the queen obviously going to slide in the front, bunk slide in the back, and you're going to get one in the middle. And this is a great camper for the, those people that may be on uh, permanent setups. If you've got a porch or something, all the slides are on one side of this trailer. That trailer has been, it's just blown me away of how many units. We, um, we were looking at that the other day, and as far as I can tell, um, we have sold uh, 13 of that particular floor plan in one year. And that's a significant amount of, for one floor plan. Yeah. That thing, uh, people love it. And for good reason, uh, it's an absolutely phenomenal floor plan from Puma. Rather you are being set up at a permanent site, or if you're doing uh, travel soccer or just normal camping, keeps everybody separated. And, uh, if you get stuck inside on a rainy day or something, there's plenty of space for everybody to, to move around inside and especially for the parents because they're the ones paying for it. <laughs> no doubt. Well, that kind of goes back to something from our first podcast, Zach. That 32 RBFQ really gives you basically three complete regions, just like you said, just three rooms in the camper. Instead of that was one thing that uh, Zach mentioned in our first one, you know, people come in. A lot of times wanting to look at our little uh, 17 to 18 foot uh, FSXs, which is fine for an entry level. But you get uh, six people out traveling, and this 32RB FQ is, I mean, you've got totally separate areas where, you know, you can be kids in the back watching their stuff with their USBs. Parents are in the front. You've got your bathroom area. You got your kitchen area. You have your living room area. I mean, it's just a fantastic floor plan. I would suggest anybody with with two to four kids that likes to do extended camping, which to me is more than a week. If you're going somewhere for ten days, two weeks, three weeks, a long trip to the beach, or if you you want to take your in laws with you, this is a perfect floor plan uh, for that type of trip. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I believe that's all the content we have for today. Yeah, I am. I am so looking forward to Gunner's Yak Shack content on the next one, and I hope everybody out there is as excited to hear about kayaking as I am. Yeah, absolutely. And and for me, I've never been kayaking, so I'm sure I'll have a bunch of questions, probably some stupid questions for him, but. 
hopefully everybody else out there is learning just as much as we are from from listening to steve i hope they do and remember zach to have these guys you guys out there email zach and let him know especially if you guys have camped in the potomac highlands there's campgrounds out there that you guys uh, suggest that you know little trips that you guys have had whatever send it to zach so we can get it out there for everybody yeah, any spots that you may have gone camping, any little tips and tricks for campgrounds that you may have gone to around the state, give me a shout. It's uh, Zach, Z-A-C-H, at BurdetteCamping.com. We'd love to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, just send us anything that you've got. Any little information helps. Uh, that's what we're all about here on the West Virginia Camping Insider Podcast. Yeah, and we'll take uh, some camping recipes also. If you want to send some of those out, um you can't go wrong with a campground recipe. For sure. We're all about the food. We do like to eat. Yeah. We'll remind everybody this podcast is made possible by Burdett Camping Center, serving the tri-state and beyond for more than 43 years. We have the knowledge and experience to serve your camping needs, whether it be parts, service, or sales. So don't throw your money away. Come visit us at Burdett Camping Center, West Virginia's only RV warranty forever provider, located at the corner of Route 34 and 817 in Winfield. And again, we thank everyone so much for listening to us. Uh, We will remind everyone our podcast is hosted by Anchor. We are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, basically wherever you get your podcasts from. And uh, if you want to leave us a review on one of those platforms, make sure to give us five stars. You can talk all the trash about us you want to down in the comment section, but make sure to give us five stars and uh, check out our Facebook page and website as well. Uh, we do have links to the podcast on those places and you'll get uh, up to the minute notifications on uh, when we do release our podcast. Also subscribe on uh, any of the podcast platforms and you should get immediate notifications on those. Uh, we do want to thank James Thacker for providing our bumper music here and uh, we'll see everybody next time here on the West Virginia Camping Insider Podcast. Podcast.